welcome back, everybody, to the Spaghetti Fiction Podcast, where we talk about bad movies and sometimes not so bad movies. But today we decided to do something a little bit different um, since our co-host Richard is back. He's been on a hiatus for a while. How are you doing, Richard? Uh, Doing pretty good. Um, I was just busy uh, moving to the other side of the country and mm. <laughs> moved uh, to yeah. St. Cloud, Minnesota, all the way from Houston. But uh, yeah, everything's finally set up over here. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so what have you, what kind of stuff have you been up to and like what kind of media and stuff have you been like watching, like movies, TVs and all that? Uh, I've actually started a lot of stuff recently, uh, a lot of new stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, started... Uh, Umbrella Academy a bit ago. Oh, dude. That mo- that uh, that show is really fucking good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really... It definitely did its job of trying to be different from, like, other uh, superhero media. It's, it is based on a comic, which I haven't read yet, but, yeah. I, I really liked it. It's very stylized. And then I, I saw Ex Machina again, which I, I originally saw with you. At a, mm-hmm. we we decided to do our thing where we sometimes watch a good movie at a bad movie night. Yeah. And uh, that was yeah, a few like years ago. Fucking years ago. But uh, I saw it yeah. again a couple weeks ago. It's it's really mm. funny to me to think that's like uh, some of the same people behind uh, Midsummer. Mm-hmm. They're both both yeah. being related to H twenty four. Like just what a what a random studio. Yeah. The the crazy part about it is uh that movie in particular i can't think of the uh director's name but that was his directing debut like that was his first film that he's ever directed yeah wow uh so that's fucking it's fucking crazy and didn't that get Um, awarded that year for like best uh like cgi or something like that uh honestly i don't it got some awards i know that so oh i i believe it i believe it for sure it's such a fucking amazing movie um yeah, I remember showing everybody after I watched it uh, for my film class a couple years ago, and I was like, guys, you need to fucking watch this movie. It's definitely not a movie that you try to watch with, like, a big group of people uh, who usually are watching bad movies with you, because they're like, oh, this is fucking boring. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's an awesome movie. Another thing I uh, just started is uh, I find I had a few people suggest this to me so I, I kind of mm-hmm. watch anime like I'm not like a weeb mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen most of the classics you know I've never actually watched like Naruto or Dragon Ball or any of that and there's just like a few shows like I don't know like I've seen Death Note uh Psychopaths yeah but uh, I just started a uh, Castlevania on Netflix mm-hmm. and I really like it so far I have never heard of that uh, I don't watch anime. I think I've watched Sailor Moon and like some other stuff, but that's cool, man. <laughs> I, I think it's American made because uh, I think if I saw right, um, the audio is like originally English, but it, it's it's pretty cool. It doesn't have a lot of the typical anime crap of like, you know, taking 10 years to explain everything and like, you know, trying to use as few frames as possible. Mm-hmm. Just really or like the really cheesy voice acting no it's 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 pretty cool is there anything else that you've been like 
watching. Man, I just keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I started, uh, I think, Midnight Gospel, another Netflix original. Mm. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't. It's a, a new show by uh, Pendleton Ward, the Adventure Time guy. Oh, sick. You can definitely see the similarity in the art style and, like, the just acid trip kind of weirdness and colorfulness of it all. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting. It's like a podcast, but animated. It's like I'll have to definitely check that out. Yeah, it's it's worth a shot. They've added a ton of new shit to Netflix. Um, I, as like fucking everybody else in the entire universe, um, I watched Tiger King, all of it, <laughs> and Jesus Christ, dude, that shit. It was just, I don't know. It it just the shit that fucking joe exotic was like saying and doing like i just couldn't fucking deal with it it was awful it it pissed me off a lot but fuck dude like that it was pretty crazy i've also i've been watching a couple of like other netflix originals i started watching this like new series that came out called never have i ever and that one's really cute it's more like high school teen drama comedies but it has like um like the like there's like an indian family that's like the center of it which is interesting i don't know i haven't really been watching a lot just re-watching a bunch of shit and i recently bought a subscription to shutter because i was prepping for a i'm trying to prep for this like guest podcast and google lied to me and told me that it follows was on shutter and it's not so I spent $5 for nothing. Um, but it's cool because I watched this um, movie with Nicolas Cage in it <laughs> called Mandy. Uh, and that was the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire what life. What fuck happened to his career? That's a good question. I, I honestly have no fucking clue. He's kind of like... I, I've been watching a lot of like Red Letter Media videos too and they were talking about Mandy and they were like, yeah, he, he picks a bunch of, like, shitty movies just to get a paycheck. But then every once in a while, he'll, like, pick, like, a good movie to be in. Um, and they said they Mandy is, is a really uh, stylized. It's it's a very, uh, very beautiful um, stylized movie. It's just fucking weird. Um, I didn't really pay attention to too much of it because it was, like, a very slow-paced movie. I definitely need to rewatch it. But the colors uh, and the... Just the style of it is really fucking, really fucking cool. Kind of heavy metal, dude. Like Anything else you've been getting into lately? Dude, I'm trying to fucking think about what I've been doing. Uh, I've been watching a bunch of fucking YouTube videos about um, child my like childhood shows that we grew up watching. And just like all the weird ass fucking episodes of like all these kid shows from Cartoon Network and, and Nickelodeon. And it kind of brought up some shows that I feel like I kind of repressed. Uh, like that one weird ass show with those fucking ugly ass puppets. It was this Nickelodeon show called Mr. Meaty. I don't know I don't if know you've if ever I've seen even that heard one, of that but one. Dude, they're like these ugly ass puppets. They're fucking creepy looking. And there's this like one episode where one of the puppets had eaten a tapeworm. Yeah. And like the tapeworm was like, yeah. And the tapeworm was like eating stuff. And then they eventually got it out. And this like fucking cowboy dude came in and was like, I'm here to buy your your uh your tapeworm and they took it from he took it from them and then he fucking ate it i, I hate when and cartoons like, have just like <laughs> grotesque 
stupid plots like that. This is so unnecessary. The show was a fever dream, honestly. Like I can't, I can't even believe that that was actually a real show, and it didn't really last that long. So that's probably Good. why you didn't remember it. I think it lasted for like one season. And that, that kind of stuff just but teaches just... kids to be gross. Just uh, <laughs> pee pee poo poo. <laughs> well, I mean, kids are naturally like that. I just think it's. Dude, the fucking designs of the puppets, though, like, what the fuck? And, like, I was just, like, been watching a bunch of that and, like, all of these. Dude, I was watching this, like, video about, like, really um, serious moments in, in children's TV or, like, that were traumatizing. And there was this one about that, um, it was this old-ass show called ALF about that alien. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was, uh, that came out in the 80s. And, um... The final episode to it was that he was he ended up being uh, taken away by the CIA and experimented on. What the hell? <laughs> like that was the that was the ending to the fucking show, and they didn't even mean for it to be because they were trying. They were the people who created it were trying to do something like that to get the um, the producers to uh, renew it for another season, and they were like, nope. And so now all of these children that grew up watching Alf are, like, traumatized by <laughs> the ending. <laughs> and I was like, damn, maybe maybe you shouldn't fucking, that, uh, you know, that backfired. do that to your... Yeah, and it made me sad. I was like, I, I didn't even fucking watch Alf. And I was like, bro, that's fucked up. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Just watching a bunch of traumatizing YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, there's a lot of new stuff my uh, roommates have been getting into, well, uh, largely with YouTube. Uh, I haven't been mm -hmm. watching much of what they've been watching, but I've been, but I kind of know, like, what's going on with it, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, there's this guy, I think, I think, I'm not actually sure of a lot of their usernames, I think he's Davey 504? You know, you know who mm. I mean? That fucking weird bass dude. That weird who? That like like that guy with the weird voice that like talks about bass all the time. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, he, he he's pretty funny. <laughs> or like um they just they were watching Dororo and uh I didn't end up watching mm -hmm. it with them, but I kept like, you know, seeing bits of it where it was playing like in the living room and it it, it looks like something I'd probably be interested in. It looks pretty neat. Yeah. Do you know what, what that one is? No. It's like, starts off like really fucked up. There's like this baby that was born where like he's like missing a bunch of his parts. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't have Bro, eyes and a fuck? bunch of shit. And like <laughs> the more demons he kills, like the more the more of his body he gets back. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, as somebody who's watched some pretty fucking weird shows I, i'd probably like that <laughs> or uh, i didn't i didn't realize uh goblin slayer is only like 12 episodes so mm -hmm. i'll probably end up giving that one a watch because that one just really blew up for a while so if it's such a it, it's you know if you could watch it in like a day or two then you know, I'll, I'll probably see what all that noise is about yeah i um i went and watched the original evil dead movie that came out in the 80s I think, 70s or 80s, and uh, people were like, yeah, that movie's, like, so scary, and I was like, what? Yeah, no. It was just fucking weird. It was not a scary movie, but I will tell you one thing. Um, there was this part where uh, one of the girls in the movie got raped by a demonic tree. Um, that sounds random as hell. I don't remember that part. No, it, 
Yeah, if you've seen the original one, yeah, it's like towards the like kind of beginning, kind of middle of the movie. Um, like there's like tree branches coming out and like wrapping the their branches around her ankles and stuff and like spreading her legs open and then there's like a tree branch that like shoots up inside of her and I was like, what, what, am, what the fuck am I watching? Like I was, I was really confused. I thought American I was supposed to like. Hentai. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bro, like is this supposed to be scary or funny? Because I just couldn't take the movie seriously. It was just so fucking. There's almost no such thing as a scary movie to me, sadly. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, bro, if I ever decide to uh, to actually pursue a filmmaking career, it's going to be making horror movies that are hopefully not fucking shit. Yes. I was, I've thought about that all the time. I still want to major in, major in film. It's like I want to break the norm with the horror genre and not make something that the exact same fucking thing and that's like actually yeah. creepy yeah like movies like hereditary for me and it follows those are more recent movies i mean you don't have to technically call them horror but they're actually really good um and honestly i really believe midsummer is a is a fucking horror movie because jesus oh, yeah. christ dude that shit was fucking horrendous like it was crazy um yeah, no, the effects in but that yeah. movie were so good, and it was just so messed up that, yeah, that mm-hmm. it, it it succeeded where pretty much every horror movie I watch fails with me. Because, like, you yeah, know, yeah. there wasn't, like, jump scares or something, but it actually, you know, was, like, mm-hmm. psychologically uh, effective. Yeah. Like, I was just really, so what... really unsettled watching that movie. Like, it just felt really See, and that's what by scares the end of the movie. Me. Yeah. That, that's a perfect way to, uh, that's the perfect kind of, like, response you want from your audience, is you want to make a movie that's unsettling, um, but a lot of the times it's just jump scares, which, honestly, like, I don't really hate those types of movies. Uh, I definitely would watch those movies for fun with my friends, but... Uh, I, I really do prefer movies that actually scare the shit out of you. And it's just crazy that Midsommar was able to do that. And it was only like Ari Aster's like second movie, I think. So we need more people like that instead of all these shitty fucking remakes. Like they, they're they remaking... Well, I don't know if they're remaking it now, but they've been remaking like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street and all this shit. And I'm like, bro... You're just making it worse. Did that Poltergeist leave it, remake just, ever end up happening? There was a Poltergeist remake with um, Sam Rockwell that came out like in 2013 or 14, I think. And I watched that when it was fucking awful. Yeah, they, they never I work. don't know. Yeah, well, it's because they, they're essentially trying to like remake the original story. And it's very apparent that it's just they're doing it for money, not because they genuinely want uh, a fresher version yeah, of it and it's, it's easy it's all recycled bullshit yeah they're not actually trying to make it much better watch it. it's like oh let's let's slap some uh, modern level effects on there yeah and, i think a newer uh, example is like they they remade the grudge movie like again oh jesus and i haven't seen it but i've watched reviews about it and they said it's really fucking boring there's and, and it makes no sense compared to the other uh grudge movies because they completely threw out the original like storyline and they brought in all these other fucking ghosts or whatever that make no sense and it was just kind of like throwing in a bunch of shit to make it scary and and what they really did was they just completely made it 
incomprehensible. <laughs> I haven't seen the original Japanese version, and I did watch the the original American version, and that one fun. That one wasn't that great, but it, I liked it. So, and it, also another thing is like the person who originally created the Grudge, he did the Japanese and the American versions, but he wasn't even signed on for this newest one. Oh, yeah, that's So that's, that's probably song. why it made no fucking sense. Because that's what happens a lot of times with these movies. They don't even have, like, the original people signed on. Uh, they didn't even... They didn't have the original person who wrote uh, Child's Play to do the remake. Yeah, you always they wanted, need they someone, wanted, at least. Like, just as an advisor or something, at the least. Well, what they wanted to do is they were like, well, we'll give you a, a producer credit, but you're not allowed to... Um, to give any input, which is what happened with the new Child's Play. And the dude was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm going to just keep making my own shit. Um, and he did, he made like some like straight to DVD or TV movies and stuff like Cold of Chucky, um, which weren't really that bad, but it kind of encompassed like the original premise of the, the first Child's Play. And at one point there was talk about making like a series like a child's play series, which I think would have been really cool. I have no idea if that's going to happen now because I'm not really sure what the issue is with the with the rights of the of the um, property. They also just completely made the new Chucky doll look really fucking weird, more technology based than. Regardless, like the movies, I think the original movie is just fucking stupid, and you just aren't supposed to take it seriously. But I think like the new movie was trying to take itself too seriously when. The just the entirety the the thought of like a fucking robot doll for kids is just really fucking stupid, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I never saw much of the Chucky movies. I don't think I've ever finished one in its entirety. The first two or three are are to me personally are genuinely fun to watch. Uh you can watch the first child's play on YouTube for free. Um you just have to watch like a fucking ad or whatever. But I definitely recommend watching it all the way through because it's just fun to watch. I mean, the acting is not the best. It's just funny. <laughs> well, this reminds me of some uh, shitty horror movies I feel like we should do eventually on this podcast. Like uh, the, gin the oh, yeah. Ginger Dead Man series. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I know we were talking about doing that a while ago. Wasn't there one of the Ginger Dead movies had fucking Gary Busey in it? <laughs> I think so, and there's also like a fucking crossover movie, like a Freddy versus Jason, where it's uh, the Ginger Dead Man and the Evil Bong. Dude, yeah, that's right, because they had like almost all of those movies on Hulu at one point. I know we always joked about watching those at a bad movie night, and we never got around to it. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it would be funny to like talk about it, because Jesus Christ, dude, like those those just look bad. Like those look so fucking awful. Oh, I started. Uh, I don't remember if I finished it, but I started one and just, oh my God, like I knew it was going to be horrible just by the premise and the cover, but like, holy shit, the like ginger dead man antagonist just looks so fucking stupid. It's just so cringy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was just, it's, it was one of those bad movies where it was just more painful than really like entertaining mm -hmm. or anything. That's uh that's birdemic for me. Like that's fucking i could not watch the entirety of birdemic just because of how fucking awful it was i still haven't seen birdemic they we played it at a bad movie night before and i don't know what happened i don't remember if i uh left or what but i don't really remember it listen man it's it's not worth it 
It really isn't. Uh, you should you can you just just you should watch it so you understand what what true pain feels like, because <laughs> that's what that movie is. And also, I felt similar when watching the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Just yeah, just the the amount of shit that they all went through, like. Dude, I'd be fucking drinking on set too if I had to deal with like the Nintendo producers. The the things we force ourselves to watch for this show. Yeah, I mean it gives some great commentary though. That's for sure. I, I like watching them just because it's fucking fun. But some of them are very hit or miss for me. I was thinking about like some other ideas. Uh, I know one of our old friends, Christian, had uh, been wanting to go get on the podcast, and he's like, "I really want to talk about uncut gems," and I was like. Bro, I haven't even fucking watched that movie yet. I just, I don't know, man. Just, like, can we talk about, like, a bad movie? Because that's kind of what this podcast is about. Yeah, I, I, that kind of, like, became a meme in the friend group for a bit there. Of, like, uh, everyone went and saw Uncut Gems, but I, I I didn't go along. I I haven't seen it yet either Dude, myself. I, I didn't even fucking live there when everybody went to see Uncut Gems. I was still in Corpus. Plus, I don't even fucking talk to half of those people anymore, so... Yeah, me either. I'm gonna... I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Uh, I heard that it might have saved Adam Sandler's career, but for how long? <laughs> Probably not um, long. Because I, I heard he actually... he I heard he did a really good job in that movie. And I believe it. Like, I think... I think he's a decent actor. I just honestly believe in the conspiracy theory that all of his fucking movies are for embezzlement. They are like, God, his movies are so, usually so fucking stupid. And like, <laughs> not a single fucking joke lands. They're just sad to watch. I don't feel like it'll save no, his career all... for long because then he's just going to make something so shitty right away all over again and everyone's just gonna look at him like ah, i don't want anything to do with that yeah but he knows that people are still gonna fucking watch it and that's what's funny to me because it's like this dude he still has like shitty humor that's very sexist and homophobic and and he's just like making fun of people that are like disabled and fat and shit in all of his movies and it's when jack and jill came out uh, there was like this big conspiracy theory that it was literally only made so they could get it like a free paycheck and it's like a front for some kind of like embezzlement thing and I'm like I honestly can fucking believe that because like bro who in their right mind would want to make this bad of a movie uh yeah I don't yeah I've watched Jack and Jill hell and, I uh, believe it's a front for something I, <laughs> I really wish I didn't watch it <laughs> Cause Jesus Christ, dude! Like, uh, you know, I just saw like words a cannot. trailer for it at some point. Like, you could not pay me to sit through this shit. Well, dude, the amount of fucking advertisements that were put in there so blatantly and not even—they weren't subtle at all. Like, at one point, they had fucking Al Pacino on there doing like a commercial for Dunkin' Donuts. Like, bro, like we. Yeah, <laughs> like product, the product placement was very, um, very obvious throughout the movie. Uh, that's just like the scourge of movies to me is product placement. It's like, really, you're going to make a hundred million dollars or what, whatever crazy bullshit amount. You're going to make millions yeah. on this, on this movie, on this one item. And you, you got to mm -hmm. fucking 
put ads in it. You're not making enough. Yeah. You gotta make even more just to make a shitty movie out of it because fucking no one likes product placement. And it's always just fucking it's fun- horrible. It's capitalism, dude. That's that's the American dream is like fucking forcing products down society's throats and be like, you should buy this. You know you want some fucking Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Uh, do you remember that really, really, really cringy product placement that everyone was shitting on for that uh, one Transformers movie uh, with Bud Light? Oh, probably not. I I blocked all those movies out from my memory, to be honest. <laughs> there's like there's like this Bud Light semi, and I don't know. There's like it was like tipped over or something, I guess. And he, he's, like, mm-hmm. fighting through the city that's being all destroyed. And he just, like, picks up a Bud Light and cracks it open and, like, chugs it and throws it down or something like that. And it's just, it just, uh, wow. it made me want to, it, it made me want to hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fun. I like movies that make fun of excessive product placements. Josie and the Pussycats did a really good job of that. I think um, I don't know if you've seen that. No, movie. probably not. It came out, it came out in the early two thousands, um, and it's like marketed as a kids movie. But like you could watch it now and, and genuinely find it funny because I watched it like uh, like six months ago for the first time in years, and I was like, dude, this is still fucking hilarious. Um, and I, I think Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt does a fun job of like parodying like fake brands uh because there was this one episode where they had now that's what i call music but it was like now that's what i call something else i couldn't remember i don't remember what it is um oh that's what i would call take, crippling like, depression <laughs> they would take like popular songs but make parodies of them that made no fucking sense just to put them in the movie as like a product placement product placement oh it's called now that sounds like music <laughs> <laughs> yeah there now that sounds like music, music inspired by, but legally different from the music you love. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that that reminds me. Um, have you heard the really fucking random ass news about how the shitty ass movie, uh, Troll Trolls World Tour, is like. Dude, like a I keep landmark ads in for its that. own way now. I keep getting fucking ads for Trolls, too. They're like, watch it now on, on Apple TV. And I'm like, no. Apparently, Why the fuck would I want to watch Trolls? Apparently what happened is, okay, I have no fucking idea how this movie got a sequel. But uh, the stupid kids movie was supposed to be in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I, it its release date was set for like right around when out of nowhere, like all the businesses started shutting down for yeah. COVID. So what they ended up doing is like putting it straight to DVD and putting it on like popular streaming platforms for rent and stuff instead. Mm-hmm. And it's like made, I think, over 100 million already, which is even more impressive because like if you're at home, you're renting it and a whole family watches it instead of everyone getting separate tickets. And um uh, mm-hmm. It it was just, it was so su- successful, you know. Even though they had to like pretty much cancel having it in theaters, that um, 
it's causing people to ask the question of like, shit, should major studios do this more often? Does have just like movies go yeah. straight or straight to stream or straight to DVD? Like, what what's this mean for the movie theater industry? And like, I think it's about fucking time people realize that because you ask me, it's really fucking obvious because like, fuck the theater, fuck the theater in every single way. I fucking hate the theater. I fucking hate how much a ticket is. I fucking hate how much the food is. I fucking hate driving all the way out there to watch a movie and, you know, have to do it at a certain time when the showing is and a certain time when whoever I want to watch it with is, is free and, you know, get all, you know, dressed up and deal with all of that just for someone to be loud through the whole thing. Like, it's, it's 2020. Yeah. A lot of us who are in the financial position and everything to go to a movie theater, you know, you know what else we have? We have a nice fucking TV in our house. Like, yeah, and we have internet and, and shit. Can, so, I mean, and you don't even have to watch it on a TV. Like, if you want, if you didn't want to, like, you could watch it on anything. Um, and it's just more convenient. And yeah, I honestly think like movie theaters are a fucking scam. Uh, I rarely go to the movies. I just wait for it to come out on like for rent. Um, if I really want to watch something, because I'm not gonna go sit and go to a theater that's more than likely really fucking disgusting. Um, and a lot of the theaters that I've been to are very old and run down. Um, like, they don't even fucking put money towards a lot of them anymore to, like, keep up with it. Yeah, it's like, where all you, your money have go, you noticed, man? like, yeah. And it's like, the reason that uh, the snacks and stuff are, so, are priced so high is because they're trying to make money for their theater because they're not getting a lot of the profits from the movies. But but what the fuck are you doing with all, all of that money? Um, because, like, there's, like, portions of, like, certain theaters I've been to where, like, the snack area is, like, closed. And it's like, well, what's the point of even having this area if you're not even going to use it? Like, the amount of theaters I've been to that have, like, multiple snack counters and there's yeah. the only one that's open is the Every front single one. time. Like, why even have those? I don't get it. Every single and it's time. it's just fucking creepy. Like, it just creeps me out seeing that. But, like, yeah. I only go to the theater because other people want to go to the theater. Because, say, like, my yeah. family would be like, oh, hey, we want to go see a new Avengers film. Want to come with us? I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. yeah. But, like, I mean, if it were up to me, I, I just don't I just don't care. Because, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're past that. It's kind of... I feel like it's kind of irrelevant for a lot of people now. You know, everyone I know, yeah. everyone I know has like a half decent setup. You know, pretty much every, everyone's got like a TV in their own room instead of just in the living room. Mm -hmm. You know, they just have all this tech laying around. They have an Xbox or a Fire Stick or something that can stream from like 50 different places. Yeah. Well, and like the fact that a lot of, uh, a lot of the movies and stuff that people are really excited about aren't even on, aren't even, like, theatrically released anymore. They're, like, Netflix originals or Hulu originals. Yeah. And you can just watch that from the comfort of your own home or wherever you are. They don't even... Like, the only time I can think... I can see myself uh, going to the theaters again is if, for some reason, I decide to go to Rocky again, which, oh, honestly, yeah. is probably never going to happen. 
Or, like, I went and saw a screening of Best Friends a couple years ago with the... At the time, it was, like, the newest Tommy Wiseau movie. Um, and I went because fucking Greg Sestero was there. If Greg Sestero wasn't on tour uh, and didn't show up and it was just the movie, I probably wouldn't have even fucking went. Um, but, like, I'll go for those types of appearances and stuff, but, like, just the thought of spending a shit ton of money to watch a movie that you is probably going to fucking suck... Um, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah, no, I'd have to be really excited for a movie. Like, oh, like yeah. they made, like, a Halo movie. Be like, okay, shit, I'm reserving tickets right now. Because, you know, I want to see that on the big screen as soon as possible. But, like, yeah. unless it's just, like, a big fucking deal, well, I'd rather be laying in bed well, eating ice cream. Yeah. Doing whatever the fuck I please. I mean, it's like when we were all excited um, for Disaster Artist to come out. You know, we were like, yeah, hell yeah, we'll go fucking watch it in the theaters. Um, but honestly, I haven't really thought of one fucking thing, one movie that I was so excited to see in theaters. The last movie I saw in theaters was, uh, they remade Dr. Doolittle. And dude, that was fucking awful. Oh, I'm glad I didn't see it then. Yeah, it was so fucking Because <laughs> I, I knew someone who wanted to see it, and I did not want to see it. But I was, but no. I was like, fine, I'll see it because they want to see it, and we didn't end up going, and so I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, it, all the charm of like the original movies was just like fucking, not even it. It was non-existent. Um, it's basically like when they remade The Lion King, like yeah, it was just that was lackluster. They try to turn it. Doolittle was like a comedy, like just a fun kids comedy movie. This one was like an adventurous adventure movie and I was like I'm so tired of it and it's just all the same fucking shit like the same kind of plot that you see in every other fucking adventure movie now and it's it's not of course you know kids are gonna like it because they're kids but even kids deserve better than that. I just, I don't know. I just thought it sucked. Hey everyone, I decided to go ahead and stop this episode here and we will pick up next week where we talk about some of our please stop dude Hey everyone, I figured I would go ahead and stop this episode right here and next week Richard and I will pick up where we left off and talk about some of the short films that we had made in the past. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope that you guys are doing well. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SpaghettiFitPod and we will talk to you next time. Bye! Once again, I would love to thank all of the listeners of today's episode. I would also love to thank Nate, a friend of the podcast, who did the opening intro for our episode today. You could find him on SoundCloud under the name Raspberry Slush. We will also have his links in the show notes if you want to listen to more of his stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in.